Hey, welcome to this Thursday episode of Live Mike. I have been waiting for this day since July. Yeah, since July. When the new rover to touch down on the Martian surface, uh, as was launched into outer space from Cape Canaveral by NASA, it will today, well, it's expected. It's expected to land on the Martian surface, this new rover, uh, Perseverance, it's called, at about 1.55 mountain time. So less than an hour away, we will know if NASA and all of the cooperating agencies and companies and organizations have been successfully able to land this new rover on the Martian surface. You've heard talk about this rover throughout the morning on the various programs here on KSL News Radio. And for Utahns, there's uh, an even added measure of excitement to the historic nature of this day. Attached to the bottom side of this rover is a, a piece of technology whose objective is to turn CO2 and water vapor on Mars into oxygen. And that might sound like some boring sciencey stuff, but in terms of the fundamentals of space travel and the limitations that are placed on traveling to uh, a far-off planet like Mars, this is absolutely key. It's key for a, a number of reasons. First off, uh, it is, it's obviously a necessity that uh, humans, once they travel to Mars, they'll, be, they'll need to be able to breathe somehow. And to be able to generate your own oxygen, uh, well, that's very good. And if you have technology on board that can just uh, bring oxygen in from the resources available on the planet, that, that's outstanding. But that's only half the story. And, and maybe even less than half. The, the big need, the big need on Mars is fuel. Once a spacecraft arrives on the Martian planet, if it's manned, it's going to need to be able to turn around and go home. Well, that requires a lot of fuel, a lot of fuel. And from liquid oxygen, you can create the fuel necessary to uh, lift a craft off the surface of Mars and send it home. All right, we don't do one way, I don't think. I mean, maybe there's some kind of uh, program in the works where we're going to have a, a one-way uh, manned mission. I don't think, I don't think that's what we're working towards. I think the objective is to bring anyone home or at least be able to bring anyone home we send up to Mars. <laughs> anyway, today, Perseverance is expected to land on the surface of Mars. There are some watch parties uh, around the state here. KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson has teamed up with one of those watch parties and uh, we'll touch base with Paul. We will also bring you live coverage from NASA. There will be a, uh, a moment of nail-biting. As a matter of fact, there will be seven minutes of nail-biting uh, when the communications link is severed between uh, NASA headquarters and the Perseverance rover, the craft uh, delivering the rover to the Martian surface. And that is when, uh, when the, the spacecraft enters into uh, the, the atmosphere there. It's such a, a violent and... Uh, uh, such a violent event with such high temperatures that that there is there are seven minutes where communication is impossible. 
Anyway, uh, you can tell, hopefully, from the sound of my voice that I am very excited about this. Very, very excited about this. Let's walk through uh, some uh, some explanations of what's going on. You heard uh, I meant, made mention of that device, that piece of technology affixed to the underside of the Mars Perseverance rover. Uh, Mary Richards, KSL News Radio's Mary Richards, did a great job uh, explaining exactly what's going on there. The idea is if you can make oxygen on the frigid planet itself, instead of resupplying from here on Earth, you could have breathable air inside a base for astronauts and, more importantly, a source of rocket fuel. Oxion VP of Engineering Joseph Hartvickson spoke to KSL-TV about the project. Some future mission ahead of, of the human exploration missions where where this larger system would go and demonstrate that it could operate to continuously for an extended period of time. The system is supposed to convert carbon dioxide and water vapor on Mars into oxygen. Mary Richards, KSL News Radio. A bit more on that same uh, topic here uh, are, are some words delivered again to KSL Television by the Vice President of Research of Exxon Energy, uh, Dr. S. Alango. Living off the land is the biggest objective for NASA. This will be the very first in the history of space missions that something will be made on another planet using what is available there. Did you catch that? Did you catch how fundamental that is? He used the phrase, uh, again, this is the vice president of research with uh, Axion Energy, which is the one of the companies that participated in creating this piece of technology to extract oxygen in liquid form from resources available solely on the Martian surface. Dr. Alango uh, made reference to it being uh, living off the land, living off the land. You you and I, when you hear that phrase, living off the land, we apply it to, uh, you, you know, being smart in the out of doors, or maybe you think back to your Boy Scout days when you were working on the Wilderness Survival Merit Badge. I've talked about that a few times here on the program. Living off the land is uh, harvesting berries and planting crops and tending to uh, cattle. You're living off the land. Now apply that to an, a Martian land. Apply that to uh, some other country. It, we are expanding our understanding of living off the land, and we are doing so through uh, we're doing so through technology. We're doing so through space, and we're doing so through the great indomitable spirit of humanity to explore and to reach out and to quote <laughs> Star Trek to go where no man has gone before. And I I know that sounds kind of flowery and science fictiony, uh, but we are witnessing today today the reality of that. Uh, we, we very soon will no longer be a species bound to one planet. What does that mean? We don't yet know. What will come next? We don't yet know. But as history has taught us, the spirit of exploration has always given way to great and changing discoveries. Discoveries that have changed the course of humanity, discoveries that have changed the course of technology, and discoveries that have changed the course of relationships between our nation and others. And today, at about 1.55, at about 1.55, we'll take another leap forward in exploration as we land the perseverance 
rover on the surface of Mars. Please be sure to, well, stick around the whole program. Obviously, we've got great stuff for you. But at 155 in particular, uh, we will hear from NASA engineers and mission control there as they deliver word of a successful landing. We hope, you know, you got to cross your fingers and hope. It's been a long time coming since, what, uh, early Jan- July, I think they launched from Cape Canaveral. And it is today that they arrive. Will NASA and all of the engineers and scientists behind this great endeavor be able to pull it off successfully? I've got faith and confidence. My fingers are crossed, and I can't wait to learn for sure. That's coming up in about 40 minutes from right now. Quick break, and when we return, uh, we're going to have a look at a hearing which took place in the halls of Congress just yesterday. Uh, One of the participants, Utah Congressman Burgess Owens, discussing reparations for slavery. What's that all about? Where do things stand now? What's coming up? We'll find out next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back. Right now, the Mars rover has entered the Martian atmosphere. It is protected by a spacecraft which is braving 2,307 degree temperatures. Uh, we are moments away, fingers crossed, from a successful, a successful landing. The way things are going to work here is that this spacecraft, as it enters the Martian atmosphere, will at some point deploy uh, like a super parachute. And that for a time there will be a descent. The speed will uh, diminish dramatically, dramatically. Uh, right now traveling uh, over a 1,000 miles an hour, super, super speeds. And that parachute will uh, bring things to a relative standstill, still uh, moving along at a pretty good clip. But then from the inside of that spacecraft there will emerge uh, another spacecraft of sorts, uh, sort of a, a nesting type setup where from the spacecraft designed to survive uh, entry into NASA or to Mars atmosphere, another spacecraft will deploy and then while hovering above the Martian surface, uh, descend via a crane of sorts, the uh, the the rover itself, Perseverance. Let's go uh, real quickly to NASA television. I can see some applause coming from uh, Control at JPL in California. Let's listen into what's being broadcast over the radio now. Yeah. Perseverance has now slowed to subsonic speeds, and the heat shield has been separated. This allows both the radar and the cameras to get their first look at the surface. Current velocity is 145 meters per second and an altitude of about 10 kilom- nine and a half kilometers above the surface. That's about six miles above the surface of Mars. Uh, uh, as, we, as we listen to this, let's also bring on uh, KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson, who is at a watch party of sorts uh, as, this, uh, as this spacecraft descends the final six miles to the Martian surface. Paul, uh, where are you and what are you seeing right now? I'm on Zoom, and that's the only place where we could have this kind of watch party right now. But this is a watch party being hosted by Westminster College. And um, biologists and other scientists are giddy. I, the, the, you got to see the smiles on their faces as they're watching the NASA uh, video. Hold, hold, hold on one, hold on one second, Paul. Yep. Hold on one. Relative navigation and subsequently the priming of the landing engines. Our current velocity is about 90 meters per second at an altitude of 4.2 kilometers. 4.2 kilometers. That's less than three miles. And the estimation initially... We have confirmation that the lander vision system has produced a valid solution 
and part of Terrain Relative Navigation. We have timing of the landing engines. This is incredible. This is that final uh, moment where there's... Current velocity is 83 meters per second at about 2.6 kilometers from the surface of Mars. We have confirmation that the back shell has separated. We are currently performing the divert maneuver. Current velocity is about 75 meters per second at an altitude of about a kilometer off the surface of Mars. TRN safety, bravo. We have completed our terrain relative navigation. Current speed is about 30 meters per second, altitude of about 300 meters off the surface of Mars. This is it. We're moments away. The rover itself about to be lowered from this hovering jetpack. We have started our constant velocity accordion, which means we are conducting the sky crane, about to conduct the sky crane maneuver. We've lost direct to Earth tones. As expected. As expected. Sky crane maneuver has started. About 20 meters off the surface. We're getting signals from MRO. UHF is good. Touchdown confirmed. Perseverance safely on the surface of Mars, ready to begin seeking the sands of past life. Astounding. Touchdown complete. Perseverance rover is now on the surface of Mars. Perseverance is continuing to transmit direct through Mars Orbiter to Earth. Paul, uh, going back to KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson, uh, what's the scene from where you are, Paul? What are you seeing at this watch party of yours? At, well, at this watch party on Zoom, smiles from ear to ear. That you have these professors from Westminster College. Um, and also from Weber State University trying to, you know, do the fist bump, you know, online because they are just (laughs) excited to see this happen. And it's one of those things where even the people in the chat are saying, this is more exciting. This was far more exciting than other landings that that have been broadcast before. And um, it's just one of those things where everybody has a different reason for wanting to see this kind of a thing happen. For example, the biologists that uh, are – part of uh, Westminster College, they're saying things like there are so many similarities between Mars and the Great Salt Lake that, you know, one of the things that they actually see is that they've been able to find ancient microbes and salt crystals inside the Great Salt Lake, and they expect to try and be able to do the same thing on Mars. And they believe that um, anything that was able to live in water and survive in extremely salty conditions as the water was drying up. Um, had to be kind of uh, something maybe similar to what we found we have found here along the Great Salt Lake. So uh, they're excited to learn a lot more uh, from Perseverance now that it's touched down on Mars. Um, they're just giddy to be part of it. A- absolutely amazing. And uh, you know, a little bit of a, a personal note: as I sit here behind the microphone, as I uh, observe what is taking place from Mission Control of sorts at the Jet Propulsion Lab in California. I happened to glance up at the clock right when uh, the touchdown of the Perseverance rover was announced, 
And, uh, you know, we, we in the radio business, we are very tuned into timing and getting things right on time. And sometimes when press conferences or other events are announced, uh, that can be, uh, you know, kind of a guesstimate. And those events can take place sometimes 10, 20 minutes late. NASA predicted that one at 155 mountain time, that Perseverance rover would land on the surface of Mars. And that is to the minute exactly when it touched down. They, they were able to calculate they were able to calculate a, uh, a a spacecraft taking off from Cape Canaveral in July of last year. They were able to calculate to the minute, uh, the moment that it touched down. Uh, absolutely remarkable. Uh, and that observation, one of many, many remarkable things uh, to, to, to speak of with this uh, successful mission thus far. And the one that I'm going to focus on certainly is that piece of technology affixed to the underside of the rover, the one developed in part by a Utah company that will allow us to, as was described by the vice president of the company, uh, live off the land, create oxygen from resources available on the surface of Mars. Uh, absolutely fascinating uh, day today, uh, a remarkable step forward. Paul, Nelson, thank you so much. A- anything left to report on the watch party you're participating in? It's just fun to to not understand exactly what's going on and still <laughs> just be overwhelmingly excited. For I don't know what's happening, but this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of how I felt that these guys – um, at the watch party who are very in tune with every single um, detail about what's happening about this landing. And just to, you know, when you see their faces and they have that kind of like cheering motion, they, you know, you could tell they desperately wanted to hug each other. Um, it didn't work out because they have to be on Zoom. But it, just to see the excitement of everybody who was watching it, this is fun to see. Outstanding. Paul Nelson with KSLMS Radio. Thank you so much for your reporting. Uh, we're going to take a break right now. When we return, uh, I'm going to cover the top two stories at two o'clock. And you can bet the landing on the surface of Mars is one of them. Stick around. Top two at two after the break here on KSL News Radio.